0: Ladies and gentlemen And welcome to a rather special episode Of Reptile Fight Club My name's Nipper Reed And I have the absolute pleasure To be cruising in a vehicle With the lovely Robert Stone The even lovelier Eric Burke The rather fabulous Dustin Graham And your usual host The inimitable Justin Dulander. So tonight, um, if you forgive the background noises, as I say, we are cruising up and down looking for various reptiles. We're in wonderful Utah, which has been very kind to us. And tonight's topic is going to be about field herping. We're going to debate which is best: East Coast or West Coast herping. So, if we could perform a toing toss, who's going to call it? Um, uh, Dustin, you go for it. All right. Uh, Tails. Hey, Siri.
1: Hey, Siri. <laughs> Can you flip a coin?
2: It's Tails.
3: Oh, right. right. you win. Nice. So what's it going to be? So... In favor of... Do we want to do the the flip, or... What's that? Do we so want to flip one? You get to choose. Uh, same same to you get to choose. You're the man. You're under yeah. pressure. Cool. Well, I will say... <laughs> I am a fan of the West Coast, being from the West Coast, so I'm going to go with that. All right.
0: Let's, let's, let's do it. it. Okay. State your argument for why. Well, I'm going to defer. You're going to defer? Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: he's going <laughs> to defer. <laughs> so Eric and Rob,
3: you guys... Go for it. Okay, well... Hold on. Define uh, the terms. <laughs> okay. Can we give uh, West Texas to the West? You guys can get, like, East Texas, Kansas, everything... East of the Mississippi, so you got like central United States yeah. except for West Texas. Does that right. work?
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to start with this. Number one, we have crocodilians. <laughs> Number two, we have indigo snakes.
4: Yeah, if we're limited to West Texas, correct. Okay, we'll take it. We're, <laughs> least, that's our split line.
2: <laughs> Tag. That was what that was, was that? Snake. No, what? It was not a snake. That was like a glow stick. <laughs> Dipper's been partying out there. Um, Well, I I have heard both.
1: um, And uh, definitely they're different environments. I think the advantage that you have on the East Coast is that uh, you are... um, There's so much cover. You know, if you are willing to put in the work get out there and flip you can find a tremendous amount of snakes in uh, you know a day of herping whereas in my experience herping on the west coast where you may find one example of a species
4: Right. so I think a maybe a way to frame that right is just that the carrying capacity of the environments of the east coast seem to be higher at least amongst animals that are above ground so that we have a greater capacity to find them. There's the water, um, the you know, inherent water in that situation just leads to an to an abundance of organisms in a way that we don't really
2: have in the West. Yeah, I, I think we can definitely concede that because you know, you we, we definitely have a seasonality out here in the West. Um, we have to wait until the right times of year, like you know May, yeah, May's always tricky because you want to schedule like five different herb trips because that's about the only time you can get good herping in you know some of these places. Um, I mean, you can find stuff other times, but yeah, and and even in the best situation or circumstances, you can get skunked like we did in <laughs> southeastern Utah. But um, so, but you know, I, I think uh, I I've always been you know, a desert rat. Uh, I think Dustin would would fall into that category as
3: well. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Definitely a desert rat.
2: (laughs) So, uh, you know, we have a little bit of a a preference for that maybe. And, and, you know, it's a little more open, a little more visible. You can see stuff kind of uh, a ways off and and be able to uh, uh, road cruise and things like that. You don't have to be searching through tick-infested woods to find your targets. um, So... I think uh, that's one benefit we have in the West Coast.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, I mean, you guys may have crocodilians, but we have a wide variety of rattlesnakes. And I mean, what is more American than a nice
0: rattlesnake? An American alligator. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, uh, and right, Justin and right. Dustin have clearly won the argument. <laughs> 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 and, uh, I mean... Yes. I will concede that <laughs>
4: Timbers and eastern diamondbacks as the quintessential. Well, I love the Montane rattlesnakes and they're my favorites. I would say that the quintessential American rattlesnakes, at least with throughout American history, have been the timber yeah. and yeah. the eastern diamondback,
1: because they're on the flags <laughs> and right on me.
2: Yeah, that's true. And the, and the eastern diamondback is the largest you know, species in the United States, so you kind of score a point for impressive uh, size, but.
3: I don't know, diversity, definitely West takes the yeah there. Yes, I uh, will concede that. You guys might be able to get out and uh, flip board lines, but, I mean, what's better than hiking up something in situ in this, like, what we've been in right now, this crazy red rock cliffs and just this beautiful scenery. Not only are you going to get out and enjoy the reptiles, but you get to enjoy nature, you get to enjoy birds, fish, you know, anything that you can find. Well, we do have birds. Yeah, we we'll do have fish. Yeah, but if you're just going to a board line and flipping boards, I mean,
1: well, yeah, I, I, I will give you that. But I don't know if it's necessarily my the herping that I've done is not has been exactly the same. Except I would say it's almost harder,
2: um, because I feel that you have heat. Oh, I wonder if this is. Sorry, we we're coming up on some stopped vehicles, but we don't know if they're herping or. Just stopped. <laughs> Looks like they're just stopped. Darn it! Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> I can edit that. Just, no, it's, that's that's <laughs> part of it, right? <laughs>
1: that's, that's, that's. Uh, um, yeah, I, 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 most of the hi- uh, most of the herping that I have done in the in the U.S. Um, has been, I mean, on the East Coast has been hiking uh, like through the pine barrens, uh, up in the Poconos. Um, I don't really do the board flipping thing. But, yes, it is quite prominent in the in the East Coast.
2: Probably more so, I would say, than what I've seen in the West Coast. Well, I don't know. I would say there's some places in the West Coast where board lines are California. useful. Yeah, California. I mean, I've heard some environments in California where if you didn't have a board line, you're not finding jack because it's so thick and lush or it's dead and you know no and so sure. yeah so you gotta have a board line there or else you're not finding much and you know other things artificial cover in, in like uh, in the Pacific Northwest can also be very useful uh, you know flipping rubber boas or something or you know things out there um, you know I think we can we can have some places out here with with board lines that work pretty well but for the most part you know i don't know uh, hiking up that lutosis uh, yesterday and and again another one today um in the natural environment just sitting there it's it's hard to beat uh you know taking a picture of an animal where it, where you would envision it being versus under a board you know it's not not the best uh photo opportunities. And then once you find something under a board, it's like, you're taking a picture of it on bare dirt. There's not really much scenic, uh, place to, to take the picture. So it's kind of a downside that way, but I guess that applies to both as we've kind (laughs) of gone over there.
1: We also have, although you have a diversity with rattlesnakes, we have the diversity with vipers because we have rattlesnakes, uh, Copperheads But you guys also West eggs here In the me. west <laughs> But we also We also have uh, cotton mouse. Yeah Yeah Um I think you Overall You're gonna get the entire Reptile experience From crocodilians To lizards To turtles To skinks To snakes To venomous Um But I don't know this is the question that I pose and is it that I enjoy the west coast because it's different than my backyard and I would be curious you know if, if that's what uh, why I enjoy coming here because it's so different um,
2: but uh,
1: I still love my backyard
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you know I've hurt a little bit in the east coast so in uh, Florida and Georgia I've gone out and uh, I, I think the um take a left here. I think the trick was uh, uh or the, the thing I didn't enjoy was um the yeah, you're good. the uh the like all the you just get dirty and wet and gross, you know. <laughs> like and the the desert's a little more clean and I've always kinda liked Cleaner herping. I wasn't really a fan of the mountains, but I'm kind of getting into that a little bit more. But you know, when we're up in the mountains, we're falling in the rivers and stuff like that. So, I've, again, as a desert rat, you know, the sand is is pretty clean. Cheatgrass grass is the devil's seed, but what do you do? <laughs> you know, you got to put up with some invasives, I guess. But that's a, a topic for another Fight Club. Um, but you know, I think uh, the the that you get a a little more messy more ticks things like that in the east coast i would think would put a damper on herping to some extent
4: to exaggerate eric's point certainly the amphibian diversity in the east coast is way higher um, particularly salamanders um, so that that's for sure myself i'm also a desert person naturally but i can certainly appreciate the value of the east coast and i feel a little bit personally attacked by several of the lines of argument here about walking up herbs and uh, ticks because you are playing upon my uh, predilection to dislike ticks and um, preferring hike you know hiking up critters so i don't think you can garner those points solely for yourselves as eric highlighted we uh, at least relative to hiking that's something that i'm also a fan of in, in either case In terms of ticks I would have solidly given that to you Except for the fact that today While well, uh, <laughs> photographing a coach whip I was attacked by several Ticks no,
0: uh, I would say you were the only one who saw them <laughs> no, I, saw, I, would say, I would say attacked Is a strong word I
4: if it's a tick, it's attacking. If it's a tick and it's on you, it's attacking. I'd say finally inconvenienced when not attacked. When we're it? talking blood-sucking ectoparasites, did I'm it, not really up, to, up for debate on that one. Did it burrow its head? It was looking. Yes.
2: All right. Um, I think I think the big uh, um, benefit of herping in the West is is more public lands. Um, you know, in some places, like, in West Texas even, I mean... I guess that's part of us, but I'm not going gonna, gonna to throw it under the bus for this part of the argument and lump it in with a lot of the East Coast is that everything's private land, and so you're relegated to herping on uh, you know, parks and, and public places like that versus um, out here where we have plenty of uh, public land, we can herp wherever we want to some extent. You know, uh, There is some private land, but a lot of open uh, federal lands that you can go out and herp on to your heart's content. Um, whereas in the east, a lot of the east states, you're you're stuck on the roads or a few uh, public parks or you know,
4: Pennsylvania and New Jersey have quite a that. few. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: I'm going to disagree with that. I mean, the Poconos itself, we have the Appalachian Trail that goes up the entire East Coast. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I I kind of see it. I, well, I guess my bias is West Texas, but that was the thing that kind of bummed me out is there's so much land and
2: you can't herp it because it's not public land. But yeah, craning your neck on the side of the road was not very (laughs) (laughs) fun. But what do you do? Okay. We're going to pause for station identification and we'll be back with you in a minute. And we're back. (laughs) Back on the road. All right. Um, do you remember where we were? Oh, private land, public lands, uh, being able to herp. So, I, th- I don't know. I think that scores a point for the West Coast, but
3: you may have different ideas. Utah has more national parks than any other state in the Heck country, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got some good One ones. One thing that I do love about Arizona is that I'm a fan of uh, reptiles from Mexico, and we do get a few species that are supposed to be tropical that we get down in the, in the deserts and in just barely coming up into the United States, and I think that's a pretty cool point. The East Coast, I mean, other than the invasives, has North America, or American endemics, and we get a little bit of the uh, the tropical stuff coming up. Something you don't get to see every day, if you can find them. If you can find <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: them. Uh, that, uh, we we spent a long time looking for
2: those fine snakes and craning our necks up in the trees, but. Um, it took me about, what, a couple days in Costa Rica, and one found me pretty easily, so, a lot easier to find where, the, you know, out in the tropics versus, uh, otherwise, but. Um, all right, well, you guys got another point for, uh, point of contention for the East Coast? He wants you to just pass it. Yeah. We're just, uh, starting to cruise. We're, we're out looking for sidewinders tonight, so hopefully they're not going to follow us too closely.
1: I noticed how they took that little shot to say that the West Coast is better with the sidewinders.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Heck, well played. Heck yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what snakes sidewind that are in the United States other than on the West Coast? So, I, I, can't, I can't argue with that one. <laughs> I will have to give you the point. This is interesting habitat. It's like really brushy or something. Um yeah, I think we just kinda follow this road and see if we can see something. Turn something up. They said it's uh mostly neighborhoods but yeah they just found a cow king on this road so that's kinda cool. So oh,
3: not it? Uh,
2: I didn't think There's so. A in front. There's a front toad. Front Apparently uh Dustin doesn't let us stop for toads, yeah, so I'd like- he just hates those amphibians, so you know he just. That's he, why he hates.
1: Totally he, know you know why know he hates the East Coast. Hell
0: totally
2: <laughs> no! Wait, we do have hellbenders. Oh, <laughs>
0: good point. Well made, Mike. Drop. A,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a little blow, man. Is that something <laughs> I had to come back from
3: the sidewinder? I will say, there's a few uh, east or west coast locations that are uh, top herping destinations of the world. Uh, southern Arizona comes to mind West Texas comes to mind uh, West Texas is what the uh, mecca of field herping I can go to yeah. some well, I'm sure there's that's a, a uh, that's, that's right. paint oh we're having fun here uh, and we're back um but yeah I mean West Texas is there's a whole culture around finding alternative. I mean it's like I said it's 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 the mecca what's that in the left oh pink
2: yeah, I think, uh, you know, a lot of times we, so we were out in uh, southeast Utah and we were looking for uh, the midget fader rattlesnakes, uh, Critalis concolor, and um, didn't didn't find any, you know, and we were out looking today for Gila Monsters and struck out, man, there are a lot of cans on this road, um, so we didn't see any of those either, but we saw some fresh tracks and, you know, it kind of gets your heart racing and gives you hope but I think I you know I was thinking if it was easy to find them nobody would really care about them kind of along the same lines of the alternate it becomes like a, a cult thing you know you want to go find this hard to find animal and and kind of have that um I don't know prestige or that experience of finding that animal it's kind of makes it exciting once you finally get that white whale or whatever you're trying whatever you're chasing and things so I don't know. That's part of the fun of herping I think to to be able to find stuff that's hard to find or, or keep trying even when you when you're unable to find it. So nothing.
1: I guess I would say I mean I don't know what else that I can I use.
4: think on the east coast, particularly the southeast, you have a much longer season of potential activity where at least there's some time of day that you could potentially find basically any species that you're looking for, Mm -hmm. um, in a way that is clearly not the case out here, uh, with our concolor experience where we've had a ton of rain out here. The conditions seem perfect. We're in not only good general habitat, but very good specific habitat. And there's just no snakes going at all. I think we're probably two or three weeks early. Um, But it's difficult to split that with then gilas that you're trying to, um, where May is the perfect time.
2: I'm going to take you with me. We're going to look at this toad. I forgot we're recording. Oh, cool. It's a little spade foot. Is that a great basin? Yeah. Okay, let's pause this. Okay, you know, they were just saying the East Coast had so much better amphibians, but we just saw some pretty freaking cool amphibians. <laughs> Woodhouse's toad and a nice little spadefoot toad. Um so snippers highlighted.
4: How many salamanders do you have here in the state of Utah?
2: Um, one, you know sure. <laughs> an amazing salamander. <laughs> Who needs more when you've got such a cool salamander you know
4: Salamanders are cool, that's true. But <laughs>
2: I mean, there's some really cool... I mean, that's definitely a point for the East Coast, but, you know, who's into those snot lizards anyway? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) How very dare you.
1: (laughs) To go off of Rob's point a bit, I think that, um, yeah, the windows open a little bit longer, and I think that because there is no cover, um, your herping is really limited to, you know, the evening or the early morning where... Herping in the in the East Coast, you could pretty much go all day and night, um, because you're you know there's a lot more cover. Yeah, and the temperature may be a little along the same lines, and the humidity maybe more. Yeah, you may get dirty, you may be wet, but <clears throat> you're going to be able to be out in the field <clears throat> and possibly see. Uh, it's probably why you get such a high count of of uh, snakes
3: on the East Coast um yeah. way 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 fewer ticks <laughs> <laughs> but that, not
4: zero Critics that is
3: true
1: not zero. that is true that is true well there's a real easy way to get around the ticks wear a long sleeve shirt hurt the west coast and, well <laughs> you could do that too uh, and then tuck your your pants in your boots you'll be all right
2: <laughs> i got another uh, i guess response for your uh, You're bragging about all the salamanders and about all the turtles and stuff. We've got heloderma, and we've also got uh, the horned lizards. You don't got much
3: in that area, right? Yeah, that's a West Coast That's one thing. That's very true. I love the West Coast lizards. I mean, with your invasives, you got some cool diversity. But uh, our natives are pretty cool, man. Scalopras are awesome. Yeah. Collared lizards are awesome. Fritosoma, awesome. I I can't argue with that.
2: <laughs> they are <laughs> tortoises too. I guess the you guys have uh, you have Wait, the one have, species, we but have, we've got uh, yeah. two species or three because you got the we desert tortoises split turtles. into two. We have snapping
3: turtles. We have snapping oh, Invasive.
1: Right, okay. no. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> are we counting invasives? Because <laughs> we have pythons. <laughs>
2: I guess if if we're getting invasive, there was an invasive uh, alligator in Arizona that lived in this, like, warm hot springs area for quite a while. So I guess we can chalk Mm -hmm. up some crocodilians. I'm
4: not sure
2: a single (laughs) animal counts. (laughs) Yeah, we also have crocodiles. He was pretty stunted. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, What else do we got on the west coast? We we Uh, Oh, go ahead.
1: The other thing I was going to say is, like, uh, to Dustin's point, uh, I will give him that uh, there's many, many places in the West that is herping meccas and people come from all around the world. But I think that when people think of one of the coolest biodiversities of the U S the Everglades has to be at the top of that list.
2: And that's on the East coast. Well, I, I would, I would take uh, South Southern Arizona over the, over the <laughs> Florida any day, but you know, that's just my preference. So, I, I can't, uh, argue that Florida is not a cool place, um, but, I mean, it's, it's been heavily modified, again, there's only a few, uh, parks and, you know, places where you can go see kind of the natural order of things, whereas most of it's been turned into fields and, you know, that kind of thing, and, and, agri- or uh, flattened for homes and stuff like that, as we drive through a neighborhood, but, uh, I guess that's happening everywhere. <laughs> I was going to say, didn't we just drive through? <laughs> exactly what you're talking about. And then we we just hit a dead end. I'm not sure where we are, but... Or where we need to go.
1: I'll go, go back. back this way. And then take a- yeah. The thing that I would say is that, um, for me, <clears throat> Herping the West has been... Um, uh, An awesome experience because it's completely different than anything that I'm used to in my backyard and it also um, showed me I guess I'm giving this point to you guys but showed me that um, what we have here right in the states um, is sometimes some of the coolest reptiles in the world that people would come like my buddy next to me on the left here would come
0: the, across the world to see them um, I, I, I completely agree with Eric I mean I've been fortunate enough to hurt around the world and I would keep coming back to the US now I can't comment on this argument because I've only herped west coast not east coast but what I've seen on the west coast is outstanding in terms of uh, the different species the, just a completely different habitats within a relatively close area the only thing I will say is the food is terrible here. Um, okay, beans and toast. <laughs> it's worth it for the herbs, but all my days. But, um, I mean, you know, when you're not herping, the scenery here is incredible. The massive open vistas and the rock formations. Um, yeah, just outstanding. I mean, I'll be able to come, come further because I'm going to be going to Florida herping with these guys uh, in a few months time but i'll be very surprised if florida herping is as fully immersive and um almost soothing as being in the desert
2: yeah yeah it's hard to beat the the calm quiet of the desert with yeah but um, Open skies, stars. It's, yeah, it's it's wonderful out here. Um, I, I, you know, you you guys might have uh, invasive pythons, but we have two species of endemic boa—the uh, rosy and rubber boa—in um, the west. So I would add that to the list of cool things that we have. Point for the west. You do not have. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I told you this was going to be difficult
2: for me. Yeah. <laughs> and you know I, I think there are a, a there are a fair fair good diversity of habitats. I mean we do have some, you know, kind of rainforesty uh type Um, stuff in the pacific northwest you know where you can find a a reasonable diversity of salamanders and and things up there um there's a great diversity
3: of salamanders in northern california yeah
2: yeah that kind of fits in that same same niche and and uh or nipper and uh you've got all sorts of uh um different biomes uh up in the the mountains versus the deserts and things like that so we've got quite a you know, difference in, in, uh, habitats here as well. But I, I will say, you know, the, the idea of, uh, seasonality is pretty strong in the, the West. Yeah. I think, I think,
1: you know, like I said earlier, it, it's the temperature is a lot tougher out here for sure. So I think that, you know, the window to see it is a little shorter, but I would say that I think that um, if you're on the West Coast, you should check out the East Coast because I've been on the East Coast and I came to the West Coast and came to love um, everything that's out here because it's a different experience than what I'm used to. And I guess at the end of the whole thing, like I'm saying, the U.S. has some amazing reptiles that are some of the coolest in the world. And uh, I think sometimes, at least for myself… Uh, I take it for granted uh, because I'm too busy trying to see
2: exotic locations rather than what's right here at home yeah that's a fair point i i think we we do that a lot you know like i i feel like i've done more herping in australia than in my backyard and in, in some ways so it's been nice with the pandemic to kind of correct that and get out on these trips with you guys and it's been a wonderful experience i mean uh we've we've seen a lot of cool stuff together and it's been yes. been a lot of fun so um and we might have to pause this to try to figure out where we want we need to go or uh I, this is just like a mess of neighborhood roads. So, uh, one sec, let me pause this for a bit. All right. This program is being brought to you by mutton power lifting gloves. If you're going to lift some weight, use mutton's choice power lifting gloves. Oh, I messed that up. Didn't I <laughs> mutton's choice powerlifting gloves? The only gloves I use. Okay. Um, I think, uh, another thing is, or, east coast versus west coast is there's the population density is much larger on the east coast similar like in australia i didn't enjoy herping the east coast as much just because there's so many towns and cities and people and you have to you know spend an hour just getting out of town whereas if you go into western australia or western you know the united states you're out of town pretty quick and you can get onto the business of herping instead of spending several hours driving outside of the city center or you know rural areas that surround that so i think uh this is not the best road (laughs) um you know i think the west coast has that going for it where it's a little more spread out a little more uh wild lands uh even though it's changing uh, and developing more and more like the area we're herping in right now, which used to be beautiful habitat, but I guess there weren't roads going through it, but hopefully we can see something on a dirt road out here. Wouldn't be unheard of. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that's probably a point for the West Coast as things are a little more spread out. less. Population density Who's less uh, development. Stop!
3: Stop.
2: Where, stop! Where? Okay, one sec. And we're back. Um, do you care to respond to the population density, or is that just conceding a point? I would concede that point. That is, that is.
1: I can't argue that. That's that's <laughs> accurate. <laughs> um,
2: take a right. I don't
1: think that goes anywhere.
2: I think it connects up. Um, okay. Thank you.
4: (laughs) I mean, there are certain... I I guess the one pushback, there are areas that you wouldn't expect. So, like, New Jersey, actually, there's a lot more open space than I ever would have anticipated. Go straight, yeah. Um, in the Pine Barrens specifically, which is obviously ideal habitat for all the critters that are in that region. So, um... I think generally that's that's true, and I appreciate that point. I think that's totally fair. But the uh, it's not as universal as I think we West Coasters presume.
1: Yeah, Pennsylvania is a pretty big state, and a lot of the uh, population density is right in the southeast corner of Pennsylvania. And you do have a lot of open... Little mouse. <laughs> but I, 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 I do understand the point,
2: and I can't really argue with it. Man, I mean, we do have our population. Like, L.A. is just one big giant mess of people. But yeah, outside of L.A., there's some really nice herping to be done. <laughs> but you have to drive a few hours to get outside of L.A. Is that uh, those guys? I think so. It's like they're, yeah. They got what do they got? They're getting out. Yep, jump out. What's going on, guys? Oh, cool. What is it? I don't know. Let's go see. Okay, we're stopping again. <laughs> All right, we got a banded gecko. Very cool. This
4: one.
2: It yeah, does look female. Good <laughs> <female> for me. <laughs> Alright, speaking of cool West Coast lizards, the, we just found a banded gecko. At least our group did. It wasn't our car. We gotta find some them, guys. Oh, well, we found totes. That works. <laughs> Alright, well, um, we beat a dead horse? You got any more points for the East Coast? Anything else cool about it? What's that? The same thing. Oh. <laughs> Another
1: <laughs> No, <laughs> I, <clears throat> I feel like I'm doing my home team down uh, disservice and letting them down. But,
2: um, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing other than what I've – I think, the, you know, those are fair points. Uh, you got the uh, numbers. Potential for numbers. Greater,
4: greater uh, opportunity within a season, a little bit less specificity, a little bit less dead time, particularly down south. But, uh, yeah, I mean You're, all of us here Certainly fully appreciate Uh, western herping I mean, heck, we're doing it right now (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's hard to, hard to argue Against what we're actually in the process Of doing, but Okay, that's I hope to, uh, to, uh Herp all over the U.S. To be able to have a
1: better understanding Of all the different environments And reptiles All over, um and I feel like I've over the past couple of years I've spent more time on the west coast than the east coast. But as Niffer said, we're about to do some proper
2: herping in Florida and uh, hopefully we find some real cool stuff down there. So, and Pennsylvania, I'm excited to come out to herp. Uh, well, not herp fest, what's it called? It's Fest, <laughs> one of those things. I don't know, it's like it's only 10 years old. I mean, it's not <laughs> like so. Some... <laughs> um, or is it just the backside of this thing? I'm not sure. So, yeah, that'll be fun to see, see some of the East Coast stuff. But, I mean, you know, the lizard diversity, the um, rattlesnake, diversity. rattlesnake diversity, boas, the ease of uh, herping, the spread out and public lands that you can herp on, <laughs> um, I think sum up nicely for the West Coast.
3: I just got to say, the best place to herp is your backyard. Get out, enjoy nature enjoy it everything that it has to offer I mean all the cool animals all the cool scenery and just go well I think, said I think that
1: Dustin's point yeah is like uh, if you spend the time herping in your backyard quiet Nipper I know I have to do it more often <laughs> yes <laughs> but uh you get to do it way you know on a more consistent basis and you get to see more of the uh, seasonal changes or more behaviors that you might not have noticed uh Whereas here we're getting a snapshot, at least for me, I'm getting a snapshot of this week, of what it's like to be here, out west, in Utah, you know.
2: Um, so yeah. Yeah, we've we've had some pretty great experiences out here. Um, I don't know if we want to maybe talk about a few, maybe hit the highlight of your your uh, trip so far. Um, Rob, do you want to start us out?
4: Sure. Well, I mean, all the you know it's tough we've had a great experience just in terms of the um all the hikes to dustin's point earlier you know really really epic adventure type stuff um which i think is a big part of this right especially if you, we had a specific target in concolor over in eastern utah that was the front half of the trip and um we were foreclosed from going at least via the north to the grand canyon for abyssus so um the fact that we were able to fill our time with exceptional experiences that people do entirely separate from looking for animals, um, really kinda it kinda makes that moment beyond just the joy of being with the group. That being said, I think my favorite, hmm the pyros were certainly a favorite, and the two Lutosis between yesterday and today That light background With the real dark blotching on the back uh, Really spectacular
2: yeah. um, I, I will say that uh, Rob plans a fantastic trip And he, he will include A lot of really cool hikes You know, in suitable habitat Where you can have the chance Of finding the animals But also, if you don't find anything You still have a fantastic hike And enjoy the nature and beauty around you. So, um, kudos to Rob for planning another epic trip.
0: Nipper, what do you oh, can I can only echo what you've just said. Um, Rob's planning has made this an, an unforgettable experience for me. Um, just, as you said, not even the herping, which has been excellent, but the other experiences, you know, they're unrepeatable. It's just an amazing area, the, the scenery and the the hikes and the canyoning and the stuff that we've got to do you know it's memories for life for me species wise you know what I'm going to say it's the lotosus, particularly the second one that uh, Justin found was just an absolute beast of a snake um fabulous markings and in such a cool environment um and I really like the little toads the spade foot's Really amazing. Uh, even the, the spotted toads, which I know are fairly common, but for me, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I've seen them in Arizona. I've seen them here. I think I think they're fabulous. At the end of the day, the best thing is always the company, though. Um, and Wendy's root beer <laughs> is uh, my new drug of choice. All right, Eric. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, pretty much to. uh For nipper as far as the species go yeah the that second lutosis was uh was amazing um and how justin found it was pretty cool as he thought a rock was a a tortoise and then he's like oh look rattlesnake (laughs) which was was pretty awesome and to the other point i've been on every herp trip with rob except for one um and they just get better and better and uh every time i have an experience that uh Hopefully, when I'm old, I can look back on. You are old. Well, <laughs> when I'm older, <laughs> I can look back on and say, uh, "Wow, that was a great time." Uh, particularly, uh, the you know going through that canyon, um, a little wild horse. Yeah, was uh, was was quite the experience because for me, that's something that I uh, it's so foreign to what I'm used to on the East Coast. So it's so. Uh, Magical for me to see that, and then dipping my feet in that cold water took oh man, if you want to take away the pain in your feet, that's the way to do it. It was fabulous! (laughs) Yeah, great trip, great guys.
3: All
2: right, Dustin,
3: Lutosis are cool, Pyros are cool, (laughs) but I think that Utah Trimorphodon (laughs) I knew it was a possibility, but kind of didn't really think it's gonna happen but it did but yeah it's just been an awesome trip so far i mean i've only been on a few of these trips with these guys but it's just always a blast it's always fun to see amazing stuff amazing company sometimes the food's pretty good <laughs> other than what nipper says but
0: <laughs> you know we had burgers for breakfast that's why i said sometimes sometimes <laughs>
2: yeah i'd I'd echo everything everybody said i mean this is isn't that where we is that the dead end or no? no oh we came here yeah um it's it's just been a lot of fun and we have a lot of laughs and just great times and um the canyons were epic i mean i i grew up down here so i've I've done a lot of this and, and, you know, it's, it's always fun to kind of show people your backyard and give, give that, you know, help, have that experience together and, and then, uh, you know, remember that down the road. So this is another just great example of that. And, uh, it was fun, uh, watching Dustin stay dry in little wild horse Canyon. And, uh, <laughs> even though I, uh, slipped on one part and stuck a foot in, so, um, we tried to Spider-Man our way over the water But it sounds like we should have just jumped in with Eric Because it was very soothing and spa-like <laughs> So next time, I guess I guess I did wade through one part after my foot got wet I'm like, oh well, I'm, I'm wet So Did you have the opposite effect? Where that's where your foot started to hurt? I I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, my foot is still numb <laughs> three days later, but I think it's getting better. Hopefully, you have to come it's out getting better. to the better. East Coast and dip your foot in
1: our water, and there you go. Experience.
2: There you go. I I th- I would. Uh, I just can't get over that uh, Lutosis. That was really uh, just a beautiful snake. So white and with the black head stamp and the really bold uh, patterns, and um, so. I think that was one of my favorites. It's also fun to see uh, big lizards, so uh, seeing the collared lizards, uh, oh, yeah. Dustin and I were <laughs> were driving along, we saw kind of uh, they're up for something. Oh man. Why do they're we keep shining. missing these things? They're oh they're just shining um, but we uh, we spot I I saw a lizard on a rock and I'm like, oh that's a that looks like a collared lizard. So we stopped oh one second, we're gonna communicate here.
4: It's
2: probably did, worth noting. Tw- yeah. <laughs> okay. Dustin just said we did twenty-eight miles uh looking for uh the Crotalus tr- Crotaliscon color for the twenty eight miles of hiking for 28 miles of hiking <laughs> And so, with, uh, yeah, through some Really fantastic habitat, so It was not very painful, oh, it was enjoyable. yeah, it was Really great, so, um, we're Gonna get out and go try to hike up A sidewinder, which I've never, Oh, no, I've Done, we've done that yeah, in California that. Yeah. <laughs> I almost stepped on one For <laughs> outlet, but, uh, yeah Epic trip, um, still Have another day or two To go, and, uh So, should be, uh should be one for the books, for sure. So, looking forward to the next one. Wait, finish your uh, poses, so. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I saw a lizard on a rock. And uh, uh, you can shut her down. Um, so shut her down, boy. And uh, so, we get out of the car and we're, we're running through the field, going to see it and... And Dustin's like, oh, it jumped down. I'm like, no, it didn't. It's still there. And he's like, wait, what rock are you looking at? And I was looking at a further rock, and he was looking at the closer rock. And there were two collared lizards, one on each rock. And so we ran past the first rock where that that lizard dipped and then we went to the second rock and he was still up top but then he left and ran and then uh, we didn't get him but we came back to the first rock and the female was just there at the base of the rock so I reached down and picked her up and we got some nice pictures so that was kind of fun always cool to see uh for sure but uh, um, yeah so anyway <laughs> that's been another Reptile Fight Club and I hope you enjoyed it despite all the interruptions and uh, such but check us next week and we'll do this again so thanks for listening you gotta have a tagline nipper you i gotta have a tagline well yeah, you've been thinking you gotta you gotta do chuck proud here
0: okay <laughs> and my tagline will be why are twixes so small in america they're half the size of uk oh really they are that is strange that is strange
2: all right don't don't buy an american twix don't buy an american twix. buy <laughs> european twix <Point>. all right <laughs> thanks thanks for listening we'll catch you next week